Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this morning, December 17th, from Atlanta, Georgia, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business grow, to make your business expand. And so that's why we are definitely here today. I want to welcome everybody on the show I see that the board is filling out, and so again, welcome, welcome, everyone. We've got a great show lined up for you today. Of course, we're going to give you the five questions to generate cash still in 2018, and of course, I'm going to share with you some upcoming things that will be going on with Women About Biz, and our theme all this month is becoming a fabulous leader, again, Becoming a fabulous leader. Um, And, you know, I've had so many emails on this topic because I've been sharing with so many businesswomen the fact that leadership is indeed, in my belief, the number one thing that is required to be successful. Because we can, you know, we can talk about the lack of a business plan, the lack of enough business capital, the lack of having um, the right kind of team. But at the end of the day, everything falls back on being the right type of leader who's going to make the right decisions, who's going to choose the right things. And coming into 2019, all of you are listening. This is very important. All of you who are listening need to know and understand just how important leadership is going to be for you to take your business to the next level. You know, it's no secret a lot of the things that are needed to make a business successful, but sometimes it does seem as a secret why are some people more successful than others. Well, I would venture to say that it has a lot to do with leadership, and so we're going to delve into that a little bit later as we talk about the power of belief and leadership. How do those two things go together? What do we do when our belief system is really not supporting what it is that we want to do in our business? How does that impact our leadership ability? How does that impact us really not being in the know and not having clarity about the direction that we're going in our business. So again, we'll be talking about that in just a little bit. Right now, I want to again welcome everyone to the show. And for those of you that are new to Successful Woman Radio, I want to just give you a little bit of information about who we are and what we do. We're going on our 11th year uh, broadcasting the show live every single Monday. And I'm so excited and I feel so grateful and blessed that I've been able to continue on with the Successful Woman Radio Show. The show is all about providing a positive environment for women in business. It's where you can come and get motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life generating the income that you desire. So make sure you mark your calendar 
for every Monday at 12 noon Eastern and be empowered with information that you can put to use right away every day. Now, there's a few ways that you can listen to Successful Woman Radio. You can listen to it from your smartphone or smart device, which could be a notepad or an iPad, um, simply by um, going to iTunes and finding Successful Woman Radio and making sure you mark that as your favorite. You can also go to Stitcher if you have an Android device, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, find the Stitcher app in your marketplace and download it, and then mark Successful Woman Radio also as a favorite. And then, of course, you can go to the womenaboutbiz.net website and click on podcast in the top menu bar, and you can listen to the most frequent shows. Uh, I would say within the last month, you'll be able to listen to those previous broadcasts. So you have a lot of ways you can. And then, of course, you can actually listen live every single Monday at 12 noon Eastern from your smart devices as well, simply by going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Successful Woman Radio, spelled all the way together. Again, that's blogtalkradio.com forward slash Successful Woman Radio. So this past weekend, I was at a training conference. As many of you know, one of the services that we provide at Women About Biz is personal credit uh, repair. And I was at a training this past weekend that was so enlightening, that was so powerful in talking about credit repair and the industry and all of the things that were going on. And I I really, really am an advocate for restoring your credit um, because so many women are turned down every single day for business loans. Um, I'm astonished at how many really are turning being turned down. And when I help a lot of our members at Women About Biz determine whether or not they they can qualify for a loan, it really isn't uh, something scientific that I do. I basically have a, a, a checklist of things that I'm looking for uh, before that person actually goes and have their credit tapped into, uh, before they actually get declined. I want to make sure that that they know what they're dealing with before they go to a bank um, and, you know, try to get a business loan, right? And so what I find now often as business women is first that we really need to, to uh, burst ourselves, we really need to become more knowledgeable on what's required for a business loan, and we really need to learn to pre-qualify ourselves, not just for business loans, but we need to be learning to pre-qualify ourselves for personal loans, for mortgages, whatever, car, car loans, for whatever it is that we want. So here's the deal, and this is what we uh, as business women really need to understand about credit overall. The first thing is that our country, the U.S. of A., is built on a credit system. Our whole economy, our whole economy in the United States is built on a credit system. Uh, you may remember a few years ago where everybody got a little bit of tax relief and received, a, I think, it, what was it, a $300 bonus? Everybody received a $300 kickback from the U.S. government. And the one thing that was going on is that people were not spending 
um, the country was, I guess, on the verge of another recession and there was issues going on. And so the government came up with this idea, well, hey, let's do this. Let's let's kick back $300 to every adult U.S. citizen that files taxes. Let's do that. And, and let's stimulate, I think they did call it the stimulus package, let's stimulate the economy by getting people to spend. If they, if they get that $300, then that will psychologically encourage them to spend, to charge, start back charging with their credit cards, what have you. And for the most part, believe it or not, it actually worked. People did actually go in the stores. Stores had stimulus sales, different things like that. But they did it not out of the kindness of their hearts to give us $300. The $300 was uh, literally going to come back around to the government because they wanted to stimulate everyone's spending habits. Um, and I say this because, really, we need to understand that we do live in a credit-based economy, um, and we, the government itself is even running itself off of credit. And so we need to understand that because it's the first step to realizing how to properly play the game of credit. And, of course, the first step is to have what is better known as good credit, right? So your credit score really needs to be somewhere between, let's just say, 680 and 850. It needs to be between those ranges, okay? And it needs to be higher if indeed you want to really reclaim your credit power, have lower interest rates, not pay as much for things, then you really need about a 720 or above credit score. Now, what does that have to do with business, you might ask? Well, it has everything to do with business because Contrary to popular belief that you can get a business loan without a personal credit score is just necessarily not true. There are always going to be exceptions to the rule, but that's just not necessarily true. So what you need to understand is that your personal credit needs to be strong. Uh, you need to make sure that, for example, that you are checking your credit score and that you create a small checklist for yourself of things that you can do to improve your credit score. For example, are you aware that if you do have credit cards and you use credit cards, that you don't need to charge any more than 30% of the allowable limit on your credit cards? Anything over that 30% and when people are looking at your credit report, they see that as a negative. And as a matter of fact, it is counted as a negative if you go over the 30% limit on your credit cards because it can impact your score. You can imagine if you have eight credit cards and you're over the limit on all of those credit cards, how that can actually impact your score. So you want to be very, very careful with that. So if you had one credit card and your limit was 5000 right, you really could only spend about 1500 of that, uh, 5000 Anything over that amount would cause you to go over. So if you needed more than 1500 that you wanted to do, then what you would have to do is have two credit cards with the same limit and be able to use 30% from each credit card. Or if you were making a purchase, 
um, and that purchase was, let's say, $3,500, but you felt confident that you could pay that back before the next billing cycle, then you can go ahead and use that because it won't impact your credit score. But most people don't do that. Most people use credit cards. The majority of people use credit cards because they don't have the cash. And that is, believe it or not, believe it or not, unless you have a consistent flowing income coming through where you can pay your credit card off within 30 days or where you could pay a larger purchase off in about 60 to 90 days, you really want to avoid using your credit cards and simply not make the purchase until you are able to justify with cash making the purchase. And that's something that I think a lot of Americans have caught, gotten caught into with credit is that credit replaces cash. That's how a lot of people think. But credit, credit does not replace cash, right? Credit just suspends using the cash for a period of time, and then you're going to, again, replace the cash, take the cash and pay off the credit card uh, through your billing cycle. So th- I'm, I'm telling you, ladies, this because a lot of people are spending money that they don't have during the holiday season, right? Especially, you know, people feel guilty. A lot of women, you know, want to have, want to buy all of the the bells and whistles for their children. You know, a lot of people want to buy gifts and that kind of thing. But this is where you have to restrain yourself and come up with a new set of rules about buying gifts. And I know I certainly have placed some rules uh, in line for myself uh, quite a few years ago when I realized that I was tripping over myself trying to buy gifts for every single family member. And it dawned on me, you know, give give people things throughout the year. Recognize people throughout the year. And so my husband and I basically, um, we've become famous for giving fun homemade things. Like he, we make our homemade pound cake loaf and Everybody's expecting that homemade pound cake for the for the holidays, cookies, fun things, um, and then we buy gifts for the children. And so this was just a rule that we made because we realized it was silly uh, to get in the rush of everything. We truly wanted to celebrate the holiday, and we also wanted to celebrate the reason for the season, which is Christ our Lord. And so those are some of the things you have to really sit yourself down when you're talking about budgeting and spending your money. But getting back to credit, credit is very important. And so, again, if you don't have a credit score between 680 and 850, then it's something that you really need to work on, okay? And when you're talking about qualifying yourself for a business loan, I would say you really need a strong 680 and you need to make sure that all of your bills are up to date and that you don't have a lot of late payments on your credit report, right? And they don't like to see that you have tried to get a business loan from 10 different banks because basically that puts you in a mode of desperate. And, of course, anyone that is desperate pretty much proves that they cannot pay the money back when you're desperate to have the money. And so you have to be very, very careful of that. And so you always want to pre-qualify yourself for any loan, even if it's pat, you know, even if it's a car loan or a mortgage, you want to pre-qualify yourself so that you know what you're dealing with. And um, certainly there is a lot of resources out there, uh, but do know that I'm so excited uh, to announce that at Women About Biz, in our 
in our loan, new loan uh, module that we are creating, we have a new channel coming up, and it's going to pretty much deal with budgeting, finances, personal business personal credit and business credit, we're going to be sharing with you ways to, first of all, to strengthen yourself financially. We're going to be talking about also ways to develop a business uh, credit profile and how to strengthen your business credit, okay? So we're going to be talking about those things because if you're if you're wanting to develop a six-figure income, then it's going to be important to know how to structure yourself as a business and how to start making things happen for yourself credit-wise. And so, again, that is why I'm mentioning that today. And so this new channel um, is going to be coming out um, again in January, the first week of January. Very, very excited about that at womenaboutbiz.net. I want to go ahead also and just share with you about our new community on Facebook. How many of you have joined the new community on Facebook? I am so very, very excited about it. Um, It's a place where you can go and not only promote your business, but share resources, receive resources. And so, again, I want to encourage you that if you have not joined the community yet, make sure you go ahead and do that. If you go to womenaboutbiz.net up in the top white menu bar and click on community, just fill out the short form and then you'll automatically be added to the Women About Biz community on Facebook. Uh, So I want to just give a shout out to some people in our community who, uh, who have been really making some great posts. I want to give a shout out to Donna Marie Johnson. I haven't heard from Donna in a while, but Donna uh, talked about uh, confidence and she talked about the number way to protect your confidence and she's sharing some information about that. So I really, really appreciate that. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Sandy Churley. Uh, Sandy has a post up in the community that says, win free venue rental Um, And I believe Sandy, I think Sandy is in the Atlanta area, but she's talking about uh, winning a free venue rental. Um, And, um, you know, you can go to the community and read all about that. Rhodesia Jackson, another community member, is talking about building your brand. And I have seen Rhodesia's website, really nice website. I've seen some of her work. She does really great work. So, again, if you're looking for branding, and you're wanting to make yourself over, Rhodesia is definitely someone you want to connect with in the community. Um, Chantel Williams, has uh, she's a graphic a website designer as well, and she, has, she put up a flyer um, where you can have a digital flyer created for your social media for only $22. So um, we've got people really, really super participating. And, of course, I want to give big love and shout out to Frida Gates, Uh, Frida um, is with paparazzi, and she's always showing her beautiful jewelry that she sells, and um, she has live jewelry shows on Facebook, and she always shares that with us. And, of course, um, I put out this past weekend, I put out an interesting question for everyone, And um, we did have some people to respond, and so you might want to go and check out that question that I asked, which was, 
you know, if you had a million dollars, whether you came into it through inheritance, whether it was through business, whether you won it, what would you do with it? How would you, how would you go ahead and start spending that $1 million? And so, again, go ahead and check out some of the answers that people shared. I want to give a big shout-out also to community uh, member Kenyatta McKinnon. Uh, Kenyatta has a vision board workshop that's very unique that she is going to be uh, hosting in the Atlanta downtown area on January 15th. So um, she's always a blessing um, to share her information on the community as well. And, you know, I could go on and on uh, with giving shout-outs, but I wanted to give shout-outs to those women. And also a big shout-out to Charnel Griffin, who owns her own cleaning company. I mean, we have so many different members who are um, posting and who are sharing resources, who are adding value to the community. And uh, for those of you that are not familiar with our goal for 2019, we have a big push. It's called the 100K campaign. And the 100K campaign is all about bringing 100,000 business women into the Women About Biz Facebook community. And this is something that we are going to be working hard to do. Um, and it is a win-win situation for us all. It is our desire and goal to push out education, resources, and information. And then we want women all over the nation to be able to connect, develop relationships, be able to collaborate, be able to promote their business services and products. So we want the fostering of women supporting and encouraging one another. And so, again, uh, that is what the Women About Biz nationwide Facebook group is all about. So if you have not become part of this, it's going to be very important for you, too. Also, one of the biggest reasons, of course, is that we will be doing a lot of our webinars and a lot of our educational, free educational resources through the group. And so that is what you'll need to join in order to partake of that. So uh, to find it, of course, if you are already a member and, you're, uh, and you can't remember how to get to the group, you can simply go to facebook.com forward slash groups with an S forward slash women about biz, and it'll take you right to the group. You can also put women about biz group, three se uh, four separate words into the search bar on Facebook, and it will take you there as well. But again, uh, very, very excited about our 100K program that's coming up and how we can bring 100,000 women into the Women About Biz community. And uh, we encourage you to share with everyone. If you are already a member, go ahead and add other people to the group so that we can approve them. But make sure that you let these people know about the group first and ask them if it's okay to add them. That way we have willing and participating members of the community rather than someone who just got added and they don't even know why they're there, right? So we want to make sure that we do that. And, oh, I don't want to forget to let you guys know that we're also going to be talking about um, how to do better virtual networking online. As a matter of fact, through our group, we're going to be hosting some virtual networking. <clears throat> so I want to make sure I mention that to you all as well. So again, 
to find the group. It's facebook.com forward slash groups, G-R-O-U-P-S, forward slash women about biz, B-I-Z as in zebra. Don't forget the Z in biz, right? And um, we look forward to connecting with you on the group. If you haven't visited womenaboutbiz.net in a while, make sure that you do um, and check out our blog because it will keep you up to date with what's going on at Women About Biz. And also check out our channels. We have uh, business ideas, business startup, business growth, business marketing, and savvy networking woman. We have those channels on, on the board, and each channel is like a little mini blog and can provide you with a lot of valuable how-to information um, as it pertains to that topic. So I want to make sure that you do that. And also, if you are looking for a business opportunity or looking for a way to supplement your income, um, then make sure you take a look at our sister website, lifestyleforher.net. Um, you know, we've had an outpour of women that really love lifestyle for her. And um, you can go and take a look at it and see that if it's something that you would like to be part of. Again, it's lifestyle for her. The women that joined that opportunity through our sister site uh, actually become lifestyle ambassadors and embrace the philosophy of having a good lifestyle. Our motto is that it's time to live your best life now. Um, It's time for you to have the things that you want now and stop putting things off, but whatever it is that you want. And we do that by making a commitment to set 90-day goals Every 90 days, we set 90-day goals, and we keep moving with that. So, again, it's Lifestyle for Her. Check it out, Lifestyle for Her. That's F-O-R, lifestyleforher.net. Very excited about that program, and we're going to be doing some wonderful things coming up in 2019. I want to go ahead and move forward with the five questions to generate cash in 2019. Uh, and 18, again, the five questions to generate cash in 2018. Well, here we are probably about two weeks out from the new year, and you're asking yourself, is there anything that I can do in business to generate some cash? Of course there is. There is always something that you can do to generate cash in your business, even if it's December the 30th, okay? Um, But here's the thing. Of course, you know, the more prepared you are, the more you start planning and strategically planning, I might add, your business and the way you're going to bring in and generate revenue, the better it is, the more confident you will be in your ability to do so. But generating cash in your business is it, it really is about your leadership ability, your organization skills, um, and your ability to realize that you can't do everything by yourself. It really is this. But these five questions, they're just not for 2018. Of course, they're, they're here to, for you to ask yourself at any time that you need to because they help you to think. They help you to brainstorm and figure out ways that you can better grow your business, become a better business owner. So here's question number one. What must I do to achieve my sales goals this week or month? Again, what must I do 
to achieve my sales goals this week or month. Knowing what your sales goals are is the first step to really having clarity on what kind of money you want to bring in. And it also gives you clarity um, on, again, what kind of marketing system you need to have in order to make that kind of money. So it's very important that you understand and know what your sales goals are. Number two, am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads? Let me read that again for you. Am I consistent in implementing? And those are the key words right there, consistent and implementing. Am I doing that? Am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads? Now, you do have a marketing system, right? Because we can't just run our business haphazardly, but we have to have a structured marketing plan and a marketing system that's based on our industry, that's based on results, that's based on um, generating leads. That's very, very important. And a large part of that marketing system should be automated so that even while we're sleeping, we've got some marketing going on for ourselves, right? Here's number three. Have I identified a minimum of three new people to talk with daily about the benefits of using my services or products? Again, this is a very important question that you have to ask yourself. If you're on a budget especially, one of the things that you have to do is you have to figure out ways that you can make people aware of who you are and what you do. And a great way to do that is by talking with three new people every single day. And I've shared, been sharing this for years, and I've had people who have emailed me and said it, it works like a charm for them. Then I've had some people that say it's a lot of work and they don't know if they want to do that. Um, but for those of you that have tried things that I have recommended and you know me to be someone to share things that work, this is a great way to connect with people, right? I think what happens a lot of the times is that women, we, we are some rare birds. You know, I do understand that. I do. And one of the things that as women that we, many of us have in common is that when someone says something works and we try it and it doesn't work the very first time that we do it, we have a tendency to disbelieve the whole process and just stop doing it. And that is something that is a no-no. Um, you can't try something one time like, okay, I'm going to call my first three people, and if none of those people buy my product or service or come on board with me, it doesn't work. You can't do that. Um, because this is a system about developing relationships. It's a system about after you talk with people about staying connected to them. And also, if they are businessmen and women as well, it's about you um, learning more about their products and services and being willing, if you need their products and services, to give them business as well. And so this whole system is about a win-win attitude. It's about an attitude of being consistent. It's about an attitude of calling three people in sincerity and wanting to connect with them and learn what they do just as much as sharing what you do, right? And over a period of time, 
you you're going to have let's say at the end of a year you're going to have anywhere between 750 and 1200 new contacts and i say that because some people have increased that three to five. Um, many people have heard that I do five people a day, and many people have taken uh, and followed my pattern, and they do five people. So what I recommend is that you start slow. Just do one person and work your way up to three. Now, a lot of people ask, well, where do I get the people from? Where do I meet the people at? Well, number one, you should be out there going to networking events twice a week. Right, it's a lot of work, but you should you should be networking twice a week. Number two, what you should be doing is you if you're on social media and you've got hundreds or thousands of friends, you should be tapping into that network. You can send them a private message. Hi, uh, my name is Sharon, and I noticed that you're in business too. I would love to connect with you. I'd love to share with you what I do and get to know you a little more. A lot of the times, I would say about 95% of the time, you're going to get people with a warm response. Now, you want to set up a system to, to make this happen because in everything that you do, you need a structured system. So you want to set up a system of, okay, once I start connecting with people, do I have a database to put these people in? Do I have a email marketing system that I can easily use to keep a database of these people? Um, do I have an appointment calendar or system um, to schedule those those connection calls? Do I have do I have that? So that's one of the things that you want to make sure you have in place before you get it started is a flow of how you're going to work contacting three people every day how you're going to connect with them, what happens after the connection meeting, do I send a series of emails, um, what do you do? So that's all of that has to be figured out and worked out before you actually start the system. But for those of you that have already started the system, are you consistent with it in making it happen? Okay, here's number four. What are the business goals that I need to accomplish this week? Now, Sure, the first question in generating cash was, you know, what must I do to achieve my sales goals? But there are other goals that have to be uh, achieved as well in your business. Uh, there's follow-up that you've got to do. You know, there's um, a lot of admin tasks probably that need to take place that you've set as goals. And so because of that, you need to be taking a look at that as well. And then here's number five, last but not least, and the five questions to generate cash in 2018 is what must I change about my leadership to move my business forward? Now, I have been really I've had a great desire, and I have been really working with a lot of business women in developing their leadership description for their for themselves. In other words, what is your position description for your business? What is it that you should be doing as the CEO, as the owner of your company? Do you know what that is on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual basis? Are you clear on that? Because uh, one of the things that I share is that, you know, there are three roles that have to be played in every business, hands down. It's uh, the, the labor role, the manager role, and the entrepreneur visionary role. That's the, the third one is the most important role of all because it, it regard, it's the leader for setting the, the vision, uh, setting the direction and the way the company should go, and that's you. 
And that is so very important. So one of the best ways to get clarity on your role as the entrepreneur visionary, the person that is responsible for setting the pace of the company, for setting the goals for the company, for setting the vision, for setting the direction, the path in the way the company is going, is having a position description really clears it up for you and helps you to know what you should be doing. And most business women get caught up in the labor role and they don't get out of it. And they jump into the management role when there's an emergency like taxes need to be done, website hasn't been updated and they've told people about it. You know, all those little crazy things that happen, uh, bookkeeping. And then um, they jump into the entrepreneur visionary role when there's an emergency and they're not making any money in the business, then they want to jump into the entrepreneur visionary role to start brainstorming and thinking about how they can make the money in the business. But listen, it can't be done that way. All three roles must currently be rotating and moving in a synergistic circle, and they cannot stop. So what I've shared in the past is one of the easiest ways to balance the roles, especially if you're an, uh, a solo entrepreneur, is that you need to first identify the number of hours uh, weekly that you give yourself in the business to work. Is it 30 hours, 20 hours, 40 hours, 10 hours? It's depending upon whether you work a full-time business or you're in business part-time. But you need to give yourself um, a, enough time to really work the business. And when you, de- when you decide on what that number is going to be, whether you work 20 hours or whether you work 40 hours, whatever, whatever it is, then what you need to do is determine out of the three most important roles that must be played consistently in a business, again, they are laborer, manager, entrepreneur, visionary. You have to determine out of those hours which of those roles get what percentage of those hours? And the way to look at that is to say, okay, what's what's priority in my business right now? What's needed in my business right now? Now, all three roles have to be played. But as a solo entrepreneur, you're going to have certain times that certain roles need to be played more on. Um, you're going to have to work more on certain roles. If you're just starting a business, then the entrepreneur leadership role is more important. If you have a business where you are distributing, someone else is making the product or what have you, then you're more in the management role, right? And so it's very, very important. And so what you do is you figure out what percentage each role gets from you. And those percentages can change as your business begins to grow. You can bring on more people in your team and you're no longer having to do the labor role, Um those percentages will change for you as to how those roles are being actually played. The big thing is you should be working towards a goal of working in the entrepreneur visionary role 50% of the time, okay? And um, that's what you should be working towards. That should be the goal um, is is to work towards being in the entrepreneur visionary role 50% of the time. That means more delegating. That means more structuring, more brainstorming, more um, more setting the rules, more supervising, uh, uh, literally being more of a leader, okay? The management role really is responsible for directing the labor role and for making sure that the vision is being carried out through the company. 
And so the management role takes care of and implements a lot of things, everything like bookkeeping, making sure that the website is doing well, making sure that new articles are being written and updated, uh, making sure that different things are being done so that the business keeps going carrying out the directives of the entrepreneur visionary. The thing is, is when there is no direction, when there's, when there's no vision, when there's nothing thought of as far as the direction and the path of the company, it's very difficult to manage a business. And it's very difficult to know what direction you're going in. And that is why so many business women desire to have that clarity. And that is why when I teach clarity, I always start with, let's start with vision and let's start with yourself and your position description and what it is. So hopefully this is helping you. And those are the five questions to generate cash. And and I want you to remember that, ladies, you have the power, you know, it's so amazing at how much power that we actually have as human beings to create anything that we can think of and imagine and put it into action. So remember, you have the power to create your streams of abundance. And it all begins with you taking swift and immediate action. It's 1242 after the hour. You are listening to no other than the Successful Woman radio show. Hey, I'm getting texts from people saying they can't get on the show. The board is full. I apologize, but the board is full. And so what I recommend is that I recommend to you that you um, listen to the show through the internet. So if you've shared the show with other people and they've said they can't get on right now, uh, go ahead and tell them to go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio, spell all the way together. Again, blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio, spelled together. And for those of you that have stored successful woman radio in your phone address book, go ahead and store the um, website address for the radio show as well to listen to the show live. That way you can quickly copy and paste in a text message to someone who's saying that they can't get on the show. Again, that's blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio. And they can listen to the show uh, directly from their phone or their PC or their smart other smart devices. I want to go ahead and move um, on into... Our topic for today, um, during all of this month, our theme all of this month have, has been becoming a fabulous leader. Uh, fabulous is something, you know, that I love the word. And what fabulous means is tremendous, phenomenal, remarkable, exceptional. It means amazingly good. And that is the type of leader that all of us should want to become, not just any type of leader, but a fabulous leader, a leader that is phenomenal, remarkable, uh, very exceptional leadership abilities. And, and so, again, um, I had shared on the very first broadcast, I had shared that the number one key in business success is leadership. And so moving into the next year, for those of you who are new to the show or if you didn't hear that particular broadcast, I want to go back over five things that I had shared uh, in reference to being a successful leader. Here's number one that I shared. I said, know what you want to experience in 2019. We shouldn't be going into 2019 just kind of falling through 
the year um, and not knowing what direction we want our business to go through and to. Um, Ladies, that is not a good thing. And so I want to highly encourage you to know what it is that you want to experience. Whatever that is, that becomes the visions. And yes, you can have more than one vision. That becomes the visions for your business. Here's number two. Make sure your beliefs are supporting and enhancing what you want to experience. And we're going to be talking about that today as we talk about you know, um, the importance of the power of belief and leadership working together. So we're going to be, we're going to be talking about that and how important that is. And then number three was be clear on your role as CEO owner of your business, right? So if you're a leader, it's impossible to be a fabulous leader. Yeah, you can be a leader, but you don't know what you're leading your company to. But when you're a fabulous leader, you're clear on your goal, your role. You're clear on your business goals. You're clear on your position description and what you are responsible for. So you're clear on that, okay? And then number four that I mentioned was to create your power team. We're going to be talking about that more coming up in January as we look at how to uh, create a successful start. And so creating a power team is so important. And what a power team is, it's a group of individuals that work synergistically together. They may not even know each other. And many of these people, you're contracting, so they probably have their own business. But it's a group or a list of people that you have readily available on hand that you've already established relationships with. And these individuals become your power team to be able to put into action different tasks that you need done quickly. And that's what a power team is all about. And then last but not least, I mentioned um, number five, becoming a master of implementation. If you're going to be a fabulous leader, you've got to know how to become a master of implementation. And a lot of that has to do with delegation because we can't do everything ourselves. We've got to have sometimes people helping us. And I know I get a lot of small business women saying, oh, I can't afford a virtual assistant yet. I can't. And you know what I say to that is that, yes, you can. Because even if you get a virtual assistant for 10 hours a month to do some things that you're not able to do, even if they are plugging in and setting your social media for the month, it's a, that's a huge help. And so, again, I want to encourage you to become that master of implementation. So these were the five things that are required of you to be a fabulous leader, again, which is knowing what you want to experience in 2019, making sure your beliefs are supporting and enhancing what you want to experience, being clear on your role as the CEO owner of your business, creating your power team, and last but not least, becoming a master of implementation. Because a lot of us have ideas and we, you know, a lot of business owners can talk about what they're going to do one day and what's going to happen. But at the end of the day, it's all about implementation and getting it done. Else you're going to be staring at the same thing that you wanted to get done for the year. You're going to be staring at it next year. So implementation is required of a fabulous leader. So today I want to talk to you about something that has really been in my heart in regards to becoming the right kind of leader.
Okay. So um, I apologize. There was just a little bit of a gap there. But, again, I want to talk to you about something that has really been on my heart about becoming the right kind of leader. And there is an attribute, there's something that has to happen to you when you decide that, you know what, I, I'm Trina's right. I just don't want to be a standard leader. I just don't want to be an owner of a business. And, and by default, just because I'm the owner, I get to be the leader. But I want to be a fabulous leader. I want to be exceptional. I want to be a phenomenal leader. And in order for me to do that, something something has to give, something has to change within me. And so um, what I want to talk to you about is I want to talk to you about the power of belief and leadership. I want to talk to you about that because what I am finding when I talk um, to a lot of women, even in my coaching sessions, I am learning that a lot of women's beliefs are not supporting their vision. It's not supporting what they want in their business. And so I'm hopefully going to give you some aha moments today as we talk about the power of belief and leadership. The first thing I want to do is I want to set the pace for defining what belief is, okay? Or I should say, I want to talk, well, I want to talk to you first about what belief is, and then I want to share with you what a belief system is. So belief is, it it simply means acceptance. It means to embrace a thought, to embrace a philosophy, and, and to embrace traditions that you accept as real, that you accept as a belief. Okay, you accept it as your truth. That's what belief is. Accepting that something is your truth. Okay, and it could be a thought, it could be traditions, it could be philosophies, it could be um, expressions. Okay, but you're accepting it as truth. And when you accept it as truth, it really embeds in your subconscious mind and as you form habits of practicing that belief because beliefs are practiced believe it or not as you practice that belief it it becomes solidified like cement in your subconscious mind and so therefore because you believe it anytime in the conscious mind the now you're listening to me in the now. Anytime in the conscious mind, when you want to do something, uh, when you when you set goals, for example, in your business, if that if your belief system has been rooted to go contrary against what it is that you want, then it's going to be darn near impossible for you to accomplish that goal or to have what it is that you say you want in the now. And so it's so important for you to understand this, ladies, of what I am saying, because this has everything to do with you being successful and for you creating uh, and accomplishing your goals in 2019. And so it's very important that we take a look at what we believe and we ask ourselves, you know, do I have the right type of belief system 
that is going to support what I want to do in 2019. So with that said, we've talked about that belief is an acceptance of truth. Let's talk about what a belief system is. So a belief system is a set of mutually supported beliefs, okay? It's a group of beliefs put together that help to form your belief system, okay? And what you need to understand about a belief system (coughs) is that belief systems will shape and influence your life, all aspects of your life a belief system will shape and form your life. So I want to give you some examples of how belief systems can help and how belief systems can hurt, okay? So you take a little girl who's grown up all of her life, and she has talked about, and she well, she hasn't talked, but she has heard all of her life that I hate the the day that you were born, it was never meant for me to have you, Um, but I went ahead anyway. You know, she was brought up in an environment with a mother or a father or both who are ungrateful for her existence. She is devalued and she's put down all of the time, and then she begins as a child to accept that she has no worth, no value, grows up into a full adult woman feeling that she has no value or no worth, okay, that that she's not deserving because she really is not supposed to be here. There are a lot of women who have experienced that, who have grown up around negative people and people who speak negative into their life. And so as a result, that adult woman, when she becomes an adult, she does realize that she has the ability to independently think separately of what has happened to her in her life. And let's say that adult woman begins to want to change her life around. Um, and so she sets out to go and try to, to start a successful business. But the problem is, is that there are a lot of things working against her and she doesn't know what's going on or what's happening. She, she second guesses herself. She um, she's not able to explain what she does very well in her business. A lot of things just are happening, and she doesn't understand why she's not able to be successful in business. And so a lot of the times it's because her belief system about who she is has been disruptive and it, uh, has a lot to do with her her growing up as a child, her experiences, her environment as a child. So what has to happen in that situation, once you know better, you do better, right? So what's ha- what has to happen in that situation is that she has to go back and deal with that hurt in her childhood, recognize where her uh, what she has accepted as beliefs that are true, which are really not true, that she is worthy, that she is of value, is deserving, that abundance is hers for the taking. She has to realize and accept those things. And once she's able to accept those things, then she has to create new habits to form new beliefs that then are repeated to write over the gunk that's in her hard drive, which is her subconscious mind. That's literally what has to happen. Let's take a look at an example of a belief, someone who, uh, where belief is helping them. So you take a woman who grows up in a very fostering and positive environment. She's, she was in Girl Scouts. 
Uh, she was, her parents were always at different things that she did, you know, whatever she said she wanted to do, her mother made sure she did it, you know, she was very active in school, her parents sat down with her and did her homework, uh, she just always had very supportive parents, and they were always telling her that she could do anything that she wants to do, she can make anything happen, right, she was the type of little girl that started clubs, that sold lemonade, that did all of these great things, and people supported her, well, of course, as she grew up, you know, she participated in clubs in school, she was very outgoing, did that in college, um, or did that as she became an adult, and she was a very well-rounded, happy young lady. When she starts a business, her path is a little bit different because she believed there are no barriers and that she can do anything and everything, Right? So that's just an example of two varying examples of how beliefs can impact our lives. And, of course, you know, there are all types of beliefs and there are all types of degrees of how um, negative beliefs are impacting our lives. But none of us have escaped, uh, even those of us that lived pretty uh, positive lives, none of us have escaped having some negative beliefs that are not true that are impacting our lives at this very, very moment. But going into 2019, you need to understand the power of belief and how it can disrupt your life or how it can enhance your life. That's what you need to understand. And you need to know why it's so important for you to have the right kind of belief system. So what has to happen is you have to identify what you want in your life, what you want in your life personally, what you want in your life financially, and what do you want in your life from a business perspective. And then you have to determine for each of the goals that you have set to support all of those things that you want to have, all of those things that you want to experience, you have to determine what kind of belief, what must I have in order for these things to manifest. For these things to happen, what kind of belief must I have? So very, very important. And the type of belief that you have to have is an, an unshakable faith, a belief so deeply rooted that it compels you to take swift and immediate action on all of your goals, on all of the things that you want out of life, right? And you have to have the type of beliefs that are always compelling you to move forward. And the type of beliefs that always keep you in a state of, of, of positivity, in an environment of positive thoughts, of thoughts that you can and do anything that you want, that you have the power to create your own success, your own abundance. That's the type of belief that you have. And you, can, and, and you have to have the type of beliefs that don't second guess all the time. And you have to have the type of beliefs that say, even if I do fail, so what? I learn from the failure and keep moving on. I don't care. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take action on what it is that I am thinking about, on what I want. So the power of belief to transition your success path is so real and so very valuable when it's the right kind of belief system. So what you need to understand is that for some of you, the reason why you have not achieved the level of success that you have wanted out of life has more to do with your very own belief system. It doesn't have to do with other people. It has it has to it doesn't have to do with the lack of. It has really everything to do with what you believe about yourself 
and your acceptance of what is true and what is not has everything to believe to do with that. And so I want to encourage you to really ask yourself the question, I wonder, what beliefs do I have that are holding me back? What beliefs do I have that are not enhancing where I want to go forward in life? What beliefs do I have? How have those beliefs shaped my life? And what can I do to make changes? How can I create new habits that can then form new beliefs for me? It's just as simple as that. Because, ladies, there is power, true power, positive power in the right kind of beliefs. And when you add that with leadership, you have got one heck of a success formula for generating incredible income, for for being whatever it is that you want to be, for having the life and the lifestyle that you want. And so, again, you've got to know that it has a lot to do with your belief system. And so I encourage all of you this week to really have some deep thought and to take a look at the beliefs that have formed your life and have formed your business uh, results thus far, and then look at how you need to change those beliefs. I want to right now just, uh, again, offer all of you the special gift of a Power Talk. A Power Talk is a free 45-minute session that you have with me to look at challenges that you may be having or to brainstorm ways that you can grow your business or really to just discuss your belief system and how it's holding you back and what you need to do to change that and to move forward moving in 2019. To schedule that power talk, all you need to do is go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on coaching in the top white menu bar, and once you get there on the coaching channel, uh, it's right there in front of you. It says free coaching session just for you. Go ahead and click the red link to schedule your free power talk. Well, ladies, as always, I like to keep it real, and it's certainly been real today. Again, I want to continue to wish you happy holidays, and stay tuned for next Monday as we continue to talk about creating a fabulous life as a business leader, becoming that fabulous business leader, that phenomenal, that exceptional person. Here's to an abundant and a productive week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.